Yes, it is time for another episode. Coming up on today's episode, Sports Talk from the Crib. Divisional round did not disappoint. Boy, was it wild. These playoffs are just insane. We had three walk-off wins this past weekend, and we had the Bills and Chiefs basically playing tag with each other the final two minutes of the game. We'll get into the recap and who's advancing. All that and more coming up. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian, and well, what can I say? These NFL playoffs are just wild. Three walk-off wins by field goals. Then we had a thriller in Arrowhead, <laughs> the overtime, this freaking bananas of a game between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs. They, like, this is insane. This is something we've never seen before. I tell you what. These NFL playoffs are kind of like watching March Madness college basketball. Like, that's how insane these playoff games have been, especially this past weekend. Did the GOAT move on? Aaron Rodgers having trouble? And we got Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes just dueling it out. You know, Joe Burrow taking a beat down against Tennessee and still coming out on top. These teams, these players, like they're playing insane. The outcomes were just crazy. Like, I don't even, there's, it's like, is this real? Was it a dream? No, it really was real. This stuff actually happened in an NFL game. Games, let's just say, all four games this weekend, this past weekend, were just incredible. This is football, this is the National Football League. These playoffs are not disappointing whatsoever. So let's go. Let's hop into the first one. The Chiefs-Bills madness. Like, I mean, I don't even know how to really describe the game. Watching it, it was just, couldn't believe your eyes and when everything was happening. The Chiefs pulled out this incredible victory, 42-36 in overtime over Buffalo. I mean, there was, what was there, like 24 points scored in the final two minutes of the game, Pat Mahomes just, you know, chucking it and like everything. Josh Allen just chucking it. I mean, it was this insane. Pat Mahomes, let's get into some of the stats first. Pat Mahomes, 33 of 44, 378 yards passing, three touchdowns. He also had seven carries for 69 yards and a touchdown. A lot of that came on the first drive of the game where he was just running and then there was this wide open lanes. Josh Allen, 27 of 37, 329 yards, four TDs. He had 11 carries for 68 yards, too. Tyreek Hill, the you know the dynamite fastest guy you've ever seen in your life in that fourth quarter was phenomenal. He had 11 catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown, including that miraculous fourth quarter one and put them in, uh, in striking distance. And I tell you what, another big-time wide receiver, we got to – I'm calling him big time. Gabriel Davis for the Buffalo Bills. Eight catches, 201 yards, four touchdowns. That's something Jerry Rice never even did. 
Okay. He's a 2020, he's a 2020 fourth round pick out of UCF last year. Give this man his promise. He's come along really strong in the final like few games of the season. And this game, he was just balling. Give him a, your props. You know, they, of course, they, you know, they had Emmanuel Samer, Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. They had Isaiah McKenzie. They had some other, you know, of course, Stefan Diggs. But that guy, my goodness, they may have a star being born in Buffalo compare along with Stefan Diggs there in Buffalo. But my goodness, what a damn game. The I mean, this is the final s- sequence. We really thought Josh Allen, when he hit Davis on that touchdown, to take that 36-33 lead, I thought, man, the Bills got it. 13 seconds left to go in the game. I'm like, man, Josh Allen just came through. He just outdueled Pat Mahomes in a in his own building. And just like you thought that was it. This is a time for the Bills to rise, right? I think they're jinxed. I th- seriously think the Buffalo Bills are just jinxed when it comes to the playoffs now. Because 13 seconds left, you, you go to the kickoff. You kick the ball out of bounds. like Oh, through the end zone, to say. Right through the end zone, touchback. And the defense that Buffalo Bills played was a little mine, like puzzling, because it was like throw, 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 and boom. Kansas City Chiefs were in field goal range. That play where they hit Travis Kelsey uh, in the middle of the field, they were playing sideline, but of course Kansas City still has a timeout. What perfect play calling by Andy Reid. What perfect placement by Pat Mahomes. What this perfect everything that happened in this sequence. Like If you're Buffalo, I don't know why you didn't want to cover Travis Kelsey on that play, but things happen. Because guess who got the game-winning touchdown in overtime? Travis Kelsey. So I don't know what the Bills were doing. All of a sudden, they just didn't want to cover Travis Kelsey. Uh, they're so worried about Tyreek Hill running around them, I guess, maybe, uh, especially because of that. For- what happened in the fourth quarter. But it was just an amazing game. I'm glad I watched every single minute of it. And just to see Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen, I'm giving the man his props. That guy played out of his mind in that loss. And it's going to come as a loss. But that man played out of his mind. Like, what a damn game he played. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. Unfortunately, you're not moving on. But the future really is bright for him and Buffalo. But Pat Mahomes, remember in the beginning of the season, Chiefs struggling. Pat Mahomes not finding his receivers. Kind of missing throws. Defense not playing. The defense was like holding them off for like a month straight. While the offense was this kind of like not in sync. And then you watch this game like, whoo-wee. This offense still is a dynamite offense. And it's crazy. Like, I don't even know what else to say. I'm, just, I'm still so shocked at the outcome of the game. feel a little bit bad for Bill's Mafia because I think they're just jinxed. The last time, you know, they lost four Super Bowls in a row in the early 90s. They couldn't win the AFC East basically for 20 years. They lost. They won the last two, but for 20 years, they couldn't win the AFC East because New England was so dominant. And 
Then you get to the playoffs. You get bounced by Kansas City last year, and then you get bounced by them again. It's like these great both this Buffalo Bills team is pretty damn good, and it's like these great teams they uh, that Buffalo has this seems to this can't get over the hump. I mean, they were thirteen seconds away, but didn't do it. Like Chiefs do, their offense is back. Their offense is scary. Oh, man, this is going to set up a crazy AFC championship game with the Cincinnati Bengals. And let's get into that game right now. So the Bengals defeated the Titans 19-16 in Tennessee. Despite Derrick Henry returning, that was a big thing in coming to Tennessee. Tennessee had the bye, so they had an extra week. It did not matter. You know, I knew this Titans team was a little bit vulnerable. It didn't look like that number one seed to me, even going in, even with the return of Derrick Henry. Uh, But guess what? Guess why the Tennessee Titans lost this game? And it wasn't because of their defense. Their defense played pretty phenomenal. They sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Joe Burrow was getting hit a lot during this game. You have nine sacks on the quarterback. You expect to win the game, right? Wasn't this case because of a certain guy who people say resurrected his career in Tennessee when he left Miami. Oh, that Ryan Tannehill guy? Everybody's like, he is a game manager. He has to hand the ball off. What did he do the first play of the game? Interception. What did he do his last snap of the game? Interception with set up the game-winning field goal by Cincinnati and McPherson. And that guy out of Florida, he's won a heck of a kicker. I can tell you what, this guy is lights out kicking the kicking the ball. That was the, how the Cincinnati Bengals won. Because Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions. And they were bad interceptions to me. Still has problem reading the coverage. If he's not handing the ball off or doing this play action thing, it doesn't work. He's not an elite quarterback. He's never been good to me. And people defending him. People, oh, he didn't succeed in Miami because he didn't have an offensive line. Look at him. He's succeeding in Tennessee. He has a number one seed. But he is not that good of a quarterback when the run game isn't pounding and the play action game isn't working to their liking. Because Derrick Henry on his return only had 20 carries. Well, 20 carries is still a lot, but he only had 62 yards and a touchdown. A.J. Brown was the lone bright spot for him with five catches, 142 yards and a touchdown. But that defense sacking Joe Burrow nine times and Joe Burrow sitting in that pocket and taking it, not getting rattled, not getting frustrated, and just saying, I'm going to get you next time. He had 348 yards on a day. He did have an interception. Connected with Jamar Chase on 109 receiving yards. That was a big bright spot during the game. And that's what I'm most impressed with, the Cincinnati Bengals team. Her offensive line's getting wrecked. Jeffrey Simmons is wrecking you. Big defensive tackle for Tennessee. He's getting through the line every single time. He's a beast. But Joe Burrow keeping his poise, keeping his team going, and just being so... Into the game saying, I'm getting them next time. And he did. He And he continually did. He got right back up saying, I'm getting them next time. And that's what he did. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. 
I mean, Joe Mixon in the run game, like, he didn't get a whole lot of the yards, but it's still efficient enough. I like this offense. Their offensive line is going to have to really come prepared because they're facing Kansas City Chiefs in the next round. So it's a rematch from a few weeks ago where the Bengals won in their stadium on a last-second field goal. We're going to see if they can do it again. I'm excited for this matchup again because I think it's going to be another thriller in Kansas City. Cincinnati Kansas City is going to be an absolute thriller. It's going to be great AFC. I can't wait to see it. AFC Championship. Cannot wait to see that matchup. All right, let's talk some NFC. What happened out there in the NFC, man? <laughs> I mean, there was just some crazy games here, too. I just, comebacks. Let's start with the Rams and Bucks. Rams were up 27-3, to and it was almost like deja vu. Tom Brady, one thing happened. It's like the football gods wanted to kind of make it a game, and he wanted Tom Brady to maybe make another comeback. Have a little deja vu like he did in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl against the Falcons when he was down twenty-eight to three and led the Patriots back on that incredible run and win. So Rams almost blew it, but they came away with the last second field goal with and won it thirty to twenty-seven as time expired. And Matthew Stafford is that guy. So stop thinking because he was a Detroit guy. He came up clutch. If people wanted to see Matthew Stafford finally come up clutch and win, he won up his first playoff game last week. He won this one. He came up clutch in the final seconds of the game. 28 of 38 overall, 366 yards, two TDs. His buddy Cooper Cup, nine catches, 183 yards, and a touchdown. But that throw to Cooper Cup to set up the game winning field goal was perfect. A little miscommunication on the Bucks side of the defense, though. Set that up, and all of a sudden, Cooper Cup was just flying down the middle of the field, and that ball was laid in there perfect. That's how the Rams won the game. Tom Brady is not going to be a repeat champion this year. He was 30 of 54, 329 yards, a touchdown, and a pick on the day. Um, Mike Evans had an incredible day. Eight catches, 119 yards, a touchdown. Fournette had two rushing touchdowns for him, too. In that first half, you can definitely tell the Bucks really missed that other option. Like Antonio Brown, like a Chris Godwin. Fortunately, they weren't there. Of course, Antonio Brown quit and left. <laughs> and Chris Godwin was out for the year with that knee injury. But you can tell he really missed this opportunity. And for the Rams, you know, to have a field goal miss, I think... I think Gay missed a field goal from like 47 or 48 yards out, and it was short. It was like, how did Matt Gay miss this field goal by this much and short? Then you had the Cooper Cup fumble. Then you had the Cam Akers fumble. It was like the Rams were trying to give this game away. And they almost did. Just like they gave the game away um, a couple weeks ago in the regular season finale against the Niners. That's how the Niners got into the playoffs because the Rams didn't hold on to their lead. And that's how they got in. So in this game, I thought Rams big time win against the Cardinals last week. And I was like, oh my goodness, they're going to blow this lead. 
you can see the look on Sean McVay's face and some of the other players are like, oh my gosh, I really, really hope this does not happen to me <laughs> in my team. Like this is what the look on their face was like, oh no. We cannot give Tom Brady a chance. But defense came up clutch. Von Miller played pretty well. Aaron Donald was in the backfield a lot. Um, Jalen Ramsey did get beat a couple of times. Mike Evans beat him a few times, including that one with a big touchdown. And uh, so, but the Rams held on. You know, <laughs> 27 to 3 when you lean by that much. like, And you win 30 to 27. I mean, talk about escaping a victory in Tampa Bay. Incredible win. So, speaking of the NFC, let's hop into the next one. Niners and Packers. Tom Brady, the GOAT, went down against the Rams. Aaron Rodgers, that bad man. He was on a mission, right? Did he go down against the Niners? But before I get into that, I want to know if it's Tom Brady's last game. He's 44 years old. There was this rumor going around, he even said it in the postgame, that he was contemplating about his future. He was going to think about it. It's the first time this has really come out. I think, like, I think he should retire because I'm just tired of seeing him win. You know, I think this year really drained him, though. I really think this year really drained him. Will he be back in Tampa next year? He got all his guys play. They try to come back. I mean, they basically basically brought back the whole entire team. He got his guys paid, you know, and everything. But um, I really, man, I, I don't know if I should, maybe I'm going to say it. I really think he's going to retire. I really think Tom Brady is going to retire in this offseason. He's going to announce it. I don't think he's coming back another one. I think Gronk's going to retire too. This Tampa, I mean, this Tampa Bay son, this Tampa son is kind of gets on you a little bit. I think he does relax, man. All these years in the NFL, playing quarterback at a high level, you're the GOAT, man. And yes, you didn't go out on top this year, but like, hey, I think it's time for him just to lay out in the sun, have fun, and just chill. <laughs> I think that's what he's really going to think about. I mean, he's got this big house out here in Tampa. He's got the yacht, you know, chill out with the family and just party out here in Tampa. I think that could be his best bet. I really do think he's going to retire. You know, never count him. He wants to play to his 50. Let him play. If he somehow comes up with that. But that's just my thoughts. I think it's time for him to retire. I think this year drained the crap out of him. And we'll see. If he doesn't, he doesn't. It's not going to be surprising, but that's just my thoughts. All right, let's get into that Niners and Packers game. Niners won 13-10 over the Packers in Lambeau Field in the snow. And Green Bay has another exit from the playoffs. Disappointing exit. And I'm disappointed in them too. Because I feel like it really is no excuse for you not to have won this game. I mean, San Francisco didn't even have an offensive touchdown. Aaron Rodgers played okay. Thought he could have played better. He was 20 or 29 on the day. This 225 yards, no touchdowns. 
Um, Aaron Jones was like the highlight spot in the passing game. He had nine catches, 129 yards. Um, Jimmy G for the Niners, he only had 131 yards in a pick. But the key plays in the game, like Green Bay special teams. They had a field goal kick block. Then they had the punt block for the touchdown, which gave San Francisco the lead. So that's how they won the game. And Aaron Rodgers now is 0-4 against the San Francisco 49ers in the playoffs. Remember, he was supposed to be that number one pick, you know, in that draft by the Niners, and they chose Alex Smith instead. And he said he was going to get his revenge on the Niners. Well, he never did. He never has. 0-4 in the playoffs. Again, losing to San Francisco. So he could have played a lot better in my books. Like, I'm really disappointed in him. I've been saying, yo, he's the MVP. He deserves it. Play lights out in the regular season. And then this playoff game, like, I just feel like he was trying to push the ball too much to Devontae Adams at times again. Lazard was coming in wide open on a few plays, didn't give him the ball. And I didn't feel like they used the run game enough. But, man, there's no excuse. I'm not defending Aaron Rodgers after this one. Because you're at home. You had a week off. You got San Francisco coming in town. Yes, and we know San Francisco's defensive line is pretty tough. Bosa, Eric Armstead's a beast, too. He gets uh, Fred Water, the linebacker, he's a beast. Yeah, Jimmy Ward in the secondary. Like, we, we get these guys. They're no slouches. They're some tough guys up on that team. That defense is pretty tough. But you're Aaron Rodgers. You're that bad man. You're the MVP, right? You got to come up clutch, man. No excuse this time around. I'm not defending him. I defended him a little bit last year. Say he needs some help. Say he needs another weapon. But he had it this year. He had everything he needed. Needed right in front of him. Yeah, the offensive line was a little bit banged up. But so is Cincinnati's offensive line. Joe Burrow handled that like a champion. Aaron Rodgers didn't. Okay? And going to the offseason, we're going to hear all those crazy rumors again with him. And if he's going to stay or go, and I really do think it's time for him to go. Green Bay needs to cut ties. Start it. Start over. Put Jordan Love as quarterback. Even though I don't really think he's going to have a great NFL career. But time for you to cut bait. Because this whole soap opera and everything that kind of turned out this year. He's kind of chilling relaxing. It seemed like he did this. Like, man, you didn't come through. The number one guy on the team did not come through in this game. That's what I have to say about that. So now San Francisco who limped into the playoffs <laughs> is going to have a rematch against um, the L.A. Rams. Almost said St. Louis again. So it's the Niners and Rams in the NFC Championship game. Rodgers didn't even get to it this year. That's what's even more disappointing. You didn't even get to the NFC Championship game this year. You're supposed to be going to the damn Super Bowl. And you haven't done it. So Green Bay, offseason, I really think it's going to happen. We said I said Tom Brady's going to retire. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be wearing a new uniform come next year. That's just my thoughts. 
All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and it's available on all streaming platforms. Be sure to check out the official website at feeltheheatentertainment.com. That is feeltheheatent.com. We got, you know, you can stream the podcast on there. We got sport articles, and we got a cool little merch store for you to check out. So go on over there and check it out. Also, check us out on uh, social media at feeltheheatent on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thank you all for joining me here again. Have a blessed day. Peace out. Thank you.